Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 105 in Edmonton. Hour number two of Oilers Now. Brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. You can text us. On our Heartland Ford text line, I got a couple really good ones. At 630, 630, don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. Reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. It's a Tuesday. Spectre and Stauffer for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women that are employed in the horse racing industry. Here we go. Uh, Jason, oh no, we'll save Jason's for last because it's got a degree of uh, sense of humor to it, which we could definitely some levity on today's show. Uh, well, if you want, we could talk about your golf swing. That'd brighten things. No, 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 we don't need to do that. <laughs> Ryan Smith, uh, out of Ver- Vermilion, Alberta, should have his jersey raised. Uh, not only for what he did as an oiler, but for what he did, uh, the example he set in the community, in my opinion, being a contributor to Hockey Canada, should be considered as well. It's a slam dunk at some point. He'll get his jersey raised. That's, I, I don't even think that's an issue. Uh, the Captain Co- Canada, right? How many sure? guys got that name? The Kawhi stuff is ridiculous. This is only a thing because it's Toronto. I surpri- I'm surprised they don't have a Matthew statue already. Uh, but Kawhi, after one year, a year after he had to suck it up and just get through it, come on, no chance. And I say the same about Pronger or Ray Bork as an example. Why do we throw around every honor so easily and have such a low standard to achieve them these days? That comes to us from uh, Sean, where there was two more really good ones here that I wanted to get to. Here it is. Oh, I... Just got recalibrated. We switched our uh, system, by the way, Specs. So when we're getting bombarded. Excuses, Bob. That's Kate, an excuse. Yeah, it is. KDK, Bob, and Mark. Leonard's number shouldn't be retired even though he won a championship. A wall of excellence or celebra- celebration would suffice. But setting a precedent of one-year success isn't a good idea. 
Edmonton shouldn't have a voice, though, considering we have some sort of Garth Brooks banner hanging in the rafters from KDK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know how this works. I mean, there are certain I'm people. Sure there's a comparable there, but there kind of is. <laughs> there, there are cert, certain people, and their whole existence is to be recognized and uh, and honored and awarded. And there's guys that all they want to do is get in the Hockey Hall of Fame as a writer or as a journalist or as a broadcaster. And then there's guys that all they want to see is their organization win the Stanley Cup. They don't give a crack uh, yep. about the, the platitudes, right? So that's the range out there. But the winner on this uh, segment goes to Jason from Sangudo. Bob, whomever invo- invi- invented yoga pants, to me, is a true unsung hero. <laughs> Uh, Not when I'm wearing them. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's a visual I can't see. You should have seen the attire. Did you see Tom Dundon on the floor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. He was ball cap and sweats and Lululemons going on. Let's say that's the style. That's the way it is these days. I guess so. Uh, All right, Mark. Where are we at? Uh, they're like, you guys gone 39 minutes. You've talked about Kawhi. You've talked about uh, Epstein's mother's texting the show. What is going on with this show today? You've talked about Kawhi. You've talked about Czech kids. What about the Oilers? What's going on with the Oilers? Come on, what's going on? You guys are ducking the Oilers. What's going on? I need to know. Who's going to be the fourth line right wing down in Bakersfield this year? Well, I, I don't know. It's a good question. Anthony, not Anthony Peluso? Right I don't now. know. But we'll wait and see. So let's. Here's the thing, Mark. The situation is what it is with the hockey team right now, right? Like two years ago, heading into at the at this time, we're thinking Edmonton was going to be a playoff team and it was a pretty good bet to be maybe be a Final Four team. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. Last year, we're thinking. Mm, uh, well, let's, well, see. let's see how they bounce back. Yeah. I, I'm going to bet that they bounce back. McClellan's a good coach. Yeah. They're going to bounce back, and then right around this snow was in August. Uh, and then Sekera blew out his Achilles, uh, which set them back even further. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are today on July 9th. I can't go on the air and say, well, slam dunk, playoff team, absolute confidence. You have to be pragmatic. You're looking at the team going, about five or six things have to be go right for them to take a big step forward this year. Is that fair? Oh, no question. And, and you know, there's a couple things for me. One, we know that Ken Holland has still got a bunch of you know, conversation still in the air. He'd like to make a couple deals here. We know there's a lot of guys out there, a lot of teams in cap trouble still, a lot of free agents. Uh, the price is starting to come down to a place that the orders can probably get involved. Uh, but I'll also say history tells us, Bob, there usually aren't a lot of trades between now and training camp. Right? Right. The trading season is traditionally over at this point. Right. Now, maybe that changes. We'll see about that. But... But history tells us there usually aren't any trades left. The teams that you eye up are the teams that have got outstanding RFAs that deals have got to get done. Like, you know what? Tampa Bay has examples. So yeah. Jerry Johansson represents Braden Point. We all know Braden Point doesn't want to leave Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay's got limited cap space. Now, well, maybe they're going to put- keep him. And the question is they have to divest themselves. What happens with Mitch Marner? You know, right. what number does he come in? If the number's too high, Toronto has to do something. So is it Kapanen? Is it... Who uh, knows what it is. You right? know, is it is it one of those guys? Dubas has been working the magic wand here. and He's, he's had a hell of a summer. He's had a great summer. But if Marner comes in too high, he's going to have to do... I mean, he did give away a first-round pick with um, Marlowe. Yeah. And that wasn't any magic wand there. That was just biting a bullet and giving up that first-round pick. 
By the way, there are some guys that run numbers, and I don't, for what it's worth, I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't profess to be a total expert in this area, but they will tell you that anything over a $3 million uh, actual real dollar valuation for taking a player, you don't you take back a 20th to 30th pick. You need more than that. So Carolina, but see, Carolina, okay. when they did the deal, they thought they were, they were going to be able to convince Marlowe to play for them. You think so? Yes. Absolutely. So? Yes. I think they thought, what's going on with Justin Williams, too? Like, is he not? I don't know. Like, he's still. I'm not sure they do that deal not knowing that no, there's Mark, a buyout. No, Mark, believe, I believe they were initially planning on trying to talk him in to stay. Well. And because the real dollars that they were going to pay out on the deal mm-hmm. versus the cap hit, right? It was whatever, three point three 3.75, yep. something like that. So anyway, but that was a big price to give up and and if if they're in a position particularly with uh you know, what's the date to to comply on the cap? Is it not the is it the start of camp or end of camp, I forget. But anyway, when that date's coming in September, if they've got Marner signed and they ca- they're not cap compliant, then the pressure's on Dubas and he's in a bad spot. He's right. going to have to make a deal, and uh, you know there's going to be a bunch of vultures circling on that one, right? Yeah, absolutely. And maybe there's an opportunity. There. And there might be more than one Kyle Dubas out there. There might be a couple guys yeah. in that situation. How about uh, Winnipeg? Well, Winnipeg's in a tough spot. They got Liney going on, and Kyle Connor is such a good player. Yeah, like every team in the league signs that guy. As I long mean, as they, they got can. rid of Truba, who's an RFA, but Pionk's an RFA. He's going to need a deal too. And people go, "Wow, it's only a million bucks." No, 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 no. I don't know. Only, only San Jose gets guys at a million bucks. That was crazy. Um, the Kevin LeBanc deal. I mean, that's that's a guy. You know, that's the one contract, right? LeBanc's not arbitration eligible. Yeah, he is an RFA. He's got zero options. And frankly, the GM put the screws to him. Said, "Okay." One-year deal. Now and he'll have upgrades next year. And the player year. sat there and said, fine, I believe in myself. Well, that's what he did. A million bucks and for I one like, year. And I like it here. I like both sides of that deal. The player betting himself and the GM didn't give up his hard-fought-for bargaining rights. Well, I dig that. We'll talk a little bit more about that and maybe how it relates to an Oiler RFA that's out there right now and unlikely to return. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 117 in Edmonton. So, Mark, just uh, Stoffer Inspector for the Horses, Horse Racing Alberta, live racing Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays out at Century Mile out in Nisku. Um, so, Kevin Le- LeBanc, pretty good player, right? There is sure. a guy, and, and San Jose, over the last 15 years, despite the fact they've not won the Stanley Cup, they've been as well run as anybody in the NHL. They've had his oh, comfort. Sure. Now they have, they have a winning environment. They have a place where there's not a lot of pressure on the players off the ice. Yeah, right. Great and, city to live great, in. Great city. There's a lot going on there, right? That works for them. But they've created a winning environment. Yep. And when you have that winning environment, you end up developing winners. Okay? okay. And I would suggest. I don't know who represents Kevin LeBanc, but I would suggest that they're probably not too happy with him. That he accepted the one-year, one million dollar. Well, you know that. Listen, I mean, the player, the agent works for the player. First thing, but I, I know of a guy, I know of a guy out there right now that's got fifteen points that's reached out and tried to get that player an offer sheet. Mm-hmm. That's an RFA, right? Okay, so you know, and they, the LeBanc the, the stated that there was that they'd not even discussed an offer sheet anywhere. Uh, well, so I'm does, not sure he's an offer do, sheet do, kind of guy. Do but. the Sharks get that deal? 
No, but he could have been one of those guys at, at three or four. 55 points? 56 points. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like, do it's they, really good. Do they get that deal because of the culture that they've created? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like, they certainly have a place where guys want to stay. So the deal, I mean, Doug Wilson says, look, I don't have a bunch of money for you here. So I'll ask you to sign a one-year deal at a million bucks. You don't really have any rights here. Like, I'll give you that. And then the, the point is... I'm coming back to do a contract with you next season, and now we're going to make you a long-term five, shark. Five times five, right? I'm going to do you a five- or six-year deal. You're going to become part of our... Sure. You know, and this and is a guy... by that point, Joe Thornton will be retired. Well, yeah. See, but that's why they... How and why they win. This is a kid, Kevin LeBanc, who kind of... Who, who attached himself to Joe Pavelski's hip. Right. And just learned, and, and he was a sponge around Joe Pavelski, who's one of the top leaders in the game today, one of the most um, attention to detail, a veteran guy for one of the most highly respected players in hockey, frankly, right? He's like the American Patrice Bergeron. Sure. Right? And this kid's smart enough, Kevin LeBanc. You know, remember when he came in, he didn't have very good foot speed. We thought, ah, yeah, he scored in the minors, but yeah, I'm not sure. Juniors, yeah. Yeah, and and he's smart enough to recognize that he should learn everything he can. And he's also smart enough to recognize that, you know what, I got 56 points. Next year I'm going to get 65 points, and then I'm going to kill these guys in the deal next summer. And it says a lot about his personality that he took the deal. Good for him. How do you contrast that with another guy who's an RFA that, does, you know, there's a new GM coach in town. The team has, there's opportunity for that player. For the, There is opportunity. The Oilers have an open spot on the right side. Oh, boy. How would you Just con- one? Okay. <laughs> so how would you contrast that to the situation? Well, that's it. Like, I can't, I don't think there's a team in the National Hockey League today that has better centermen and more um, holes on the wings. Is that fair? I'm not sure there's another team in the league that can say, we've got this level of centerman and we've got this level of right winger. Like, this is the place to be an up-and-coming right winger. Right. And Jesse Pugliarvi's kind of pulling the plug on the, on Edmonton and 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 so I'm saying you know that's I, his right what's well, my percentage on the on the individual versus the team always it's always been what 75 yeah, yeah, 25 sure. and I'm saying on this one I'll even fall. I'll even go 60 40 right. but there's still some culpability here from well, both. I don't yeah and I'm not even looking back like I'm I'm thinking what's happens happened and there's no way that they can salvage it at all I say do the one-year deal like if I, I do the Kevin LeBanc deal with the orders. If you were Marcus Leto. If I'm Marcus Leto, I say, okay, look, it, he, let's make this clear. We're coming back for a year. We're not bailing. We're going to do this under new management. We're going to give this one more try. Mm-hmm. And then after that year, no one if it goes bad for my guy and my guy doesn't play, and no one's going to say, well, Jesse, you didn't try hard enough. So why aren't they pursuing that as an option? Well, that's, you'd have to ask he, those guys. I mean, he talked to... Uh, they, feel like what's ha- they feel like the past has crippled the future here, that they cannot recover from Jesse's first three seasons in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. That's what they feel like. Do you think Jesse has any traction at all with his teammates? Well, I don't know. You know, it, it's, I know guys have said it's been hard to get to know him. Everyone likes him. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know him well, but I like him. Yeah. Get a, uh, unfortunately, you can't get a chance to really talk a lot right. with him because right. you can't get very deep because his English isn't there. And there should have been some, but, some work out of the gate when he first came Yeah, in. the orders failed him a little bit on that yeah. front. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but 
You know what? Like, again, to me, all of that is past. You can't live in this world, let alone in the National Hockey League, worrying about what you did or what you didn't do two years or a year ago. Well, it looks like the ship has sailed, Mark. I mean, when Lato said again with uh, Cervelli that yesterday that it's it's done, it's, it's he's got to be moved and moved on. I mean, uh, well, you know. You know what? And as Ken Holland said to us the other day, uh, and I don't know if this buck stuff made it, it was sort of after the press conference, but I'm sure it's fine to repeat. It made it out there. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, he said that, you know, he's just... He was talking to one general manager who said he was he saw a picture of the hockey news from, I think, two years ago, and the top prospect on the front future, cover... On the future watch. On the future watch was Jesse Pugliarvi. So that was not long ago, right? So he says, you know, this guy, he's got a lot of currency among general managers. And no, I'm not just giving him away, and he, nor should he. Right. Oiler fan out there wants a good GM in their town to run their team properly. That guy doesn't give Jesse Pugliarvi away for a third-round pick. I can give you an example of a guy who lost traction in his organization, did not request a trade, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, drafted roughly in the same slot and then got moved and killed it, but did not... Okay, which guy? Did not uh, piss, did, piss a drop at the NHL level, this guy. This guy was a good American League player in his first couple of years in the minors, mm-hmm. Okay but didn't gain any traction with the organization he was with that were in dire need of a center mm-hmm. that could produce offensively. I love this guy in his draft year. Okay? Loved him. Who was he? When I went in to see this guy play, <laughs> I never thought the Oilers were going to get who they got. Am I giving you enough hints there? So I went in thinking this guy would be the Oilers in the Oilers' range. Mm-hmm. And they fluked off and won the lottery and got McDavid. So okay. now, now you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Strom. Dylan Strom. Okay. So there's a case. A guy, there's, he drafted the year before, 2015. Yeah. With, so went back to junior a couple of years, was unbelievable, lit it up offensively. But, oh, well, we started hearing, well, you know, foot speed challenges and yep. sort of things. Um, was a compete level there. Then he goes to the American League, pretty good, like a point-per-game guy in the AHL. But whenever he played at the NHL level... uh, He wasn't there. wasn't there. It's not happened, right? you got to find that guy. So they traded... How about his brother, Ryan? Yeah. So so Dylan Strom gets traded. Mm -hmm. Who's the kid born in Britain that... uh, uh, Arizona first-rounder that they moved in that Perlini? So they moved... Perlini, yeah. They moved Strom and Perlini, and they got back Schmaltz from Chicago. And Strom destroyed he's, it. Yeah, he's destroyed it this year. Right? Like this. So that's what the good general manager has to find that guy. Right. And when you're only, and, and I think there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's, you're looking to find the general manager that sees that guy in Paul Yarvey. By the way, it says, Mark, I saw I, that guy and I loved him. I, I love that guy. 100% guarantee you that mm-hmm. someone suggested to Peter Shirelli. I can 100% mm-hmm. guarantee you this that someone suggested, why don't you try Paul Yarvey for Strom? Hmm. What? Have two strobes? I'm sure that would have been the response, but I can 100% guarantee you hmm. that someone made that suggestion. But that's the guy you're looking for, and he's there. Or, or you know, there was a rumor last week about uh, the LA Kings, and that, to me, Todd McClellan has had his run at trying he, to turn Pugliarvi into a player. They invested a lot of time. Like, like Manny Vivero. They assigned an assistant coach to basically work with this kid all the time. And right. it didn't work, and that's whatever. But I do not, I do not count LA in a, as a club that would take on no. Pauliari or Lucic, which was part of that rumor right. from it was uh, Dennis Bernstein, I believe. Um, but 
there are teams that are old, right? You got to find that team that needs to bring takes a chance on some youth, you know, yeah. and, and that's exactly what you're doing with Bulliarvi. You're taking a chance. I on still some youth. think Carolina makes a degree of sense, just because I believe that Aho, who now that we know is 100% in Carolina, yeah. I believe he thinks he can make him a player. Well, uh, good be- for yesterday to go there. I believe Tampa Bay would be a team, and they've got prospects. They do, but indeed. they might be willing to flip a prospect for, and bet and bet that they could get more. Out of now, the the one thing about that LA rumor that interested me and is that it it was basically that uh, Ken Holland is attaching Lucic yeah. to Pulyarvi, and yeah. if that is the case, uh, that's tough trade to make. Do you think you could? Do, oh. do you think you could get Shattenkirk? For th- and this was out there back in, for the Lucic Pulyarvi combination, and maybe a bit you, more. And maybe a bit more. You might have to offer a bit more. You might that. have to add a little bit more Shattenkirk. Well, I'm Would not, you contemplate? The, I mean... What's left on Shattenkirk's deal? There, There's the problem. There, Therein lies the rub. <laughs> Two years versus four for Milan. Yeah, that's tough. And and Milan's... I don't know Shattenkirk's deal, but I know Lucic's is almost impossible to buy out. Uh, and from an Oilers standpoint, you'd make that deal. I'm not a, a believer in Shattenkirk. I wouldn't have given him the contract. When he was a free agent, I would have stayed away from all those things. He can't help the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Right, he would help. Blue the line in, he's as good as there is in the league. No, he would help the Edmonton owners. They don't have what he brings to the table, uh, and of course, not right you, now. They don't. If you can make it to an, uh, if that helps you to alleviate yourself of the yeah. Lucic contract, then it's a hell of a deal. So when people say, "Well, there's absolutely no way, yes, the Pulleyarvi is ever going to be a player," there were people saying that about. Eh, you don't know they, that. There were people saying that about Dylan Strom last fall. Nobody knows, right? That. You don't know that, and I don't think anybody saw him lighting it up in it. Hey, he got with Alex Dabrinkit, got with the right guy. Well, what about, remember, and Kid Holland brings this one up all the time, Dan Cleary. Yeah. How long did it take him? He was a, the best junior in the country, and then he wasn't a very good pro for a long time. Yeah. And then he turned out to be a real good pro in Reinvented in himself Detroit. too. When, He'd had to. And, and usually those guys... He had to. Usually those guys had to get moved along. That was the third NHL organization for Cleary. Yep. We're going to step out. Uh, Kerry McCarthy up next with a global... Uh, news weather traffic update. Stoffer Inspector will continue for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.